Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with freedom through faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. Adam was given the earth and all that was in it. God gave Adam everything he had created. God did not create Adam on day one and said, now let me fix all this stuff up for you. No, God created all of creation. And then on the sixth day, made man and said, all right. It's perfect. Everything is here. Now it's all yours. And he put it in a man's hands and Adam lost it. Jesus is going into battle in the pit of hell against Satan himself. And he is taking back all power and all authority and all the earth. And all the power and all the authority in heaven above. And all power and all authority in earth, in, beneath the earth. Jesus is becoming king. And when we know that when the Messiah returns, his army is coming with him, that's us. He's saying, you will see the Son of Man return, sitting at the right hand of power, and coming in the clouds of heaven. He is talking to them, you'll see it, but you won't be on the right side. You will not be experiencing the power and the authority. Amen? You see where where I'm getting that from? Turn over to Luke chapter 22. Glory to God. Verses 63 to 71. Hallelujah. And the men that held Jesus mocked him and smote him or beat him. And when they had blindfolded him, they struck him on the face, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote you? Many other things blasphemy they spoke against him. And as soon as it was day, the elders of the people, the chief priests and scribes, came together and led them into their council, and saying, Are you the Messiah? So this is after, okay, first he had his illegal trial at night. They voted to condemn him to death, but it was an illegal trial. Their law says they cannot try a person at night. So they had to hold another trial at the crack of dawn. And they all came together and said, okay. Now, all night he's been beaten. 
He's standing before them now, beaten, bloody, bruised. And they said, now, tell us, are you the Messiah? And he said to them, if I tell you, you're still not going to believe me. If I ask you any questions, you won't even answer me, nor are you going to let me go. But hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God. And then all of them said, Are you then the Son of God? And he said to them, That's what you say I am. They said, What need do we have of further witnesses? We ourselves have now heard out of his own mouth. And then over verse 23, they condemn him to death and lead him away to Pilate. I'm not going to go through the time to talk about the crucifixion and all the symbolism and everything that that means. I wanted you to see this part so that you could understand the religious leaders of that day uh, were condemning uh, the Jesus without any legal justification at all. Amen. So here we now see Jesus standing condemned for no charges. Even the false witnesses could not get their testimony together. Jesus had to actually help them by saying these statements that he's the son of God and the son of man who will inherit the entire earth. He is the Messiah, and they will see him coming in his glory, but they won't be experiencing it. All right? In Matthew chapter 28 now, let's look at the resurrection. Glory, hallelujah. Matthew chapter 28. Now, the crucifixion's already taken place. Jesus is dead. His body was taken down, given to Joseph of Arimathea. He and Nicodemus prepared spices, brought them, and uh, basically layered Jesus' body with these spices, wrapped the death cloth around him, and the burial shroud, placed him into a grave that no man had ever been laid in before, fulfilling the scripture that his grave would be with the rich, his death would be with the, with the, the thieves, and his burial would be with the, the rich. And now, in Matthew chapter 28, we see the resurrection. Verse 1. The end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher, the grave. And there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, his raiment white as snow. For fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Or dead men. Okay, now what keepers is he talking about? Well, he, uh, the Jews went to Pilate. You can look at this over verse 62. It says, Sir, we remember the deceiver said while he was yet alive, After three days I'll rise again. Command, therefore, that the grave be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say to the people, He's risen from the dead. And then the last day will be worse than the first. And Pilate said to him, You have a watch. 
go your way. Make sure it's as sure as you can. There was a group, a watch consists of four soldiers. Some Bible commentators say it could be as many as 12. But basically, a watch would be four soldiers relieved every four hours. So there's a total there of at least 16. They would rotate their shifts, so to speak. This watch observed the earthquake. They felt the earthquake. And here we see uh, an earthquake in verse 2. The angel of the Lord descended. So they seen this angel coming down from heaven, rolling back the stone from the door. And then he sat upon it. This is what the guards are seeing. Amen? This is what the Roman soldiers are seeing. And it says they became as dead men. The power and the glory of God fell. Jesus was resurrected from the dead. That's the power of God. Amen? That gives life to the dead. They could not stand in the presence of the power and the glory. They probably seen Jesus walk out of that grave. Amen. The Old Testament, we talk about, you know, when Solomon dedicated his temple, the power of God fell that the priest could not stand to minister in the presence of the glory. It says that everyone around that area fell on their face. The power of God knocked them to the ground. Jesus, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and the, the Romans and the, the high priests and that contingent came to arrest him in the garden. And they said, he said, Jesus asked them, who are you looking for? They said, we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. He is in italics, by the way, in the King James Bible, which means it was not really part of the original translation. They added it to try and clarify it a little bit. Basically, he said, I am. That's the name of God. And he was so anointed at that point in time that when he said, I am, the power of those words knocked the guards backwards. They all fell to the ground, Scripture says. Amen? When the glory of God fell upon that grave, the presence of God was in the area. These guards are standing. They're not like a hundred yards away watching the grave. They are next to the grave. Their job is to guard that door. They felt the earthquake. They seen the angel descend in their presence. They may have even said, hey, who are you? What are you doing? And the angel wouldn't have paid them no never mind. But the angel probably with one hand rolled the stone away. And the glory of God filled that place. And Jesus come walking out. No wonder they fell to the ground as dead men. Amen? Here, he now talks. The angel answered, verse 5, said to the women, Do not fear. I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He's not here. He's risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where the Lord lay. Now go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead and that he's going before you into Galilee and there you'll see him. I have told you so. And they departed quickly from the grave and fear 
or with fear and great joy and ran to bring disciples his word. Verse 9, as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail, or hello! And they came and held them by the feet and worshipped him. Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid now. Go and tell my brother that they should go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Amen. Now, let's go over to Luke chapter 16. I want you to hold your place there in Matthew 28, because we're coming back to that in a minute. Matthew 16. We have the same situation, the same description. Uh, is it Matthew 16? I'm sorry. Not Matthew. Luke 16. Luke 16. Amen. That might not be the correct scripture. Maybe it's Luke 26. There is no 26. Glory to God. What am I looking for, Lord? Show it to me. All right. 24. Luke 24. I'm sorry about that. And verse 1, the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the grave, bringing spices which they prepared, certain others with them. They found the stone rolled away from the grave, and they entered in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. It came to pass, as they were much perplexed about it, two men stood by them in shining garments. Verse 5, and they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth and said to them, Why are you seeking the living among the dead? He's not here, he's risen. Remember what he spoke to you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, but the third day he'd rise again? And they remembered his words. They returned from the grave and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the, uh, the mother of James and other women that were with them, which told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they didn't believe them. Then Peter arose and ran to the grave, stooping down. He held the linen clothes that were laid by themselves and departed, wondering in himself at that which had come to pass. Now, verse 13. Behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about threescore furlongs, about three miles. They talked together of all things which had happened. It came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went to them. Their eyes were held that they shouldn't know him. And he said to them, What manner of communication are these that you are having one to another as you walk and you're sad? One of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered, said to him, Are you a stranger in Jerusalem? Don't you know the things which have come to pass there these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth. He was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. And the chief priests and our rulers delivered him and condemned him to death and have crucified him. We thought and trusted it would have been him that was redeeming Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since all these things were done. And certain women from our company astonished us when they said they came early to the grave and found out that his body wasn't there. They came, saying they had seen a vision of angels, which said he was alive. Certain of them which were with us went to the grave and found it even as the women had said. They did not see him. Then he said to them, O oh, you fools, slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. 
Should the Messiah have suffered these things and enter into his glory? And then beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all scriptures the things concerning himself. As they drew near to the village where they went, he made as though he was going to keep going. But they constrained him, saying, Stay with us, for it's towards evening. Something was drawing them. The word that was being spoken to them from the Old Testament, that was drawing them in. And they asked Jesus to stay with them, for it was late in the day. So he went in to stay with them. And it came to pass, as he sat ready to eat with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. And as he gave it to them, their eyes were open, and they knew who he was. Then he vanished out of their sight. They said one to another, Didn't our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and opened up to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour, returned to Jerusalem, found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord has indeed risen and has appeared to Simon. And then they told what things had been done in the way and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. And as they spoke, Jesus himself stood now in the midst of them. So now he'd shown himself to Mary Magdalene. He'd shown himself to the women. He'd shown himself to these disciples. And now he's showing himself to all the disciples that were in that upper room. Amen? Now, turn over with me to John. The book of John. Hallelujah. All right. I'm looking for verse number. I guess John 20. Yeah, verse 20. Or chapter... John chapter 20, verse 1. The first day of the week came Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, to the grave. She seen the stone taken away from the grave. And when she ran and came to Simon Peter, to the disciple whom Jesus loved, said to them, They've taken the way of the Lord out of the grave. We don't know where they laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and the other disciple, who was John, and came to the grave. They both ran in together, and the other disciple outran Peter, and came first to the grave, and stooping down, looking in, he didn't go inside at first. He saw the linen clothes lying there by the side, but he didn't go in. Then Peter came, following him, and went into the grave and seen the linen clothes lying there and the napkin that was around his head, not laid with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place all by itself. Then, G- then John went in and came first to the grave, and he saw and believed. John saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again, but John believed it. He believed Jesus had risen from the dead. They went away to their own home. But Mary stood outside at the grave weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down, looking into the grave, and seeing two angels in white sitting there, one at the head, one at the feet of where the body of Jesus had laid. And they said to her, Woman, what are you weeping for? They said, Because they've taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they put him. And they said, And when she had said that, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing there, but didn't know it was Jesus. And Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? And she, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you've borne him away from me, tell me where you've laid him. I'll take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned around and said to him, Rabbi, which is say, Master. And Jesus said, Touch me not, I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brother and say unto them, I am ascending to my father and to your father, to my God and your God. 
Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, that he had spoken these things to her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled because they feared the Jews, Jesus came, stood in the midst of them, and said, Peace be unto you. So here we have now, we're going to summarize all these scriptures that we just read. First, we have Jesus showing himself to who? Think about it. We read it. I didn't emphasize it, but we read it. Who was the first to see Jesus? Oh, Mary Magdalene, brother Bob, were the women. Well, in actuality, you know, some people say that there is some contradiction among the scriptures. As we just read in John, it says Mary Magdalene came first, went back, told the disciples. We read in, I believe it was Luke or Mark, that the women came and then went back and told the disciples. We also read over at Matthew that a couple of women named Mary and Joanna came and then they went back and told the disciples. What probably happened, and some biblical scholars relate this as a probability, Mary Magdalene was first at the gravesite. She went back to tell Peter and John, or to tell the disciples. While she was gone, the other women came and was told the same thing. So they went back and confirmed what Mary Magdalene had said, which is when Peter and John ran down to the gravesite, followed by the women. When Peter and John left, the women were standing there. And Mary Magdalene was standing there. The women probably left and Mary Magdalene stayed at the gravesite. Now, here's the point. Who was the first to see Jesus rise from the dead? It wasn't the Jewish elders or the high priests. It wasn't his disciples. Was it the women? Was it Mary Magdalene? No. The answer is no to all those. The first one that Jesus revealed himself to was the Roman guards. Think about that now. The guard contingent standing there on their guard post within probably 10 feet of that stone. The earthquake came. They seen the angel appear. Would probably with one hand push that stone out of the way. They're trembling with fear. The power of God fell in that area, knocking them down to their ground. They're trembling now. They don't they can't even explain why they fell to the ground. Some force knocked them down to the ground. They're trembling with fear. And they look up. And Jesus, the dead guy they had crucified, they know he's dead. He's beaten to a pulp. Comes walking out of that grave. Shining like the glory of God did on Moses' face. 
Is there any wonder why they're scared, quote, to death, unquote? I mean, they're the mighty Roman soldiers. They kill people for a living. They know when someone's dead, and now this guy that was dead is now walking towards them out of the grave. Is there any wonder why they're scared to death? Now, Scripture does not say anything about Jesus speaking to them. But they are the first witnesses of his resurrection. At that moment, Mary Magdalene comes up. Jesus has walked on by this point. The guards are still on the ground. They don't know what's going on. Mary Magdalene walks up, sees the stone rolled away, glances in, sees the angel. The angel says to her, who are you looking for, Mary? She says, Jesus, he's not here. Didn't he tell you? Don't you remember? He was going to rise from the dead after three days. Go tell his disciples that he'll meet him in Galilee. And she runs off. Moments later, the other women come. They see the stone rolled away. They see the guards falling on the ground. They see two angels. And he tells them the, the, difference, the discrepancy between gospel accounts of one angel and two angels. One gospel writer refers that there's two angels, one at the head, one at the foot. One of them is doing the speaking. That's why the other gospel writer emphasizes one. One of them says, who are you looking for, girls? I said, Jesus. I said, he's not here. He rose from the dead just like he said he was going to do. Now go tell his disciples. Notice the, the angels are emphasizing, go tell his disciples. Go tell the followers that Jesus is alive. Amen. So these soldiers are still on the ground. Now they see the women leave. They're running off. The angels are still there. Now, turn with me back over to the book of Matthew, chapter 28. And we'll go down to verse 11. Now, when they were going... Some of the watch came into the city. As the women left, these soldiers were able, notice some of the watch, because out of the 12 soldiers that were there, only probably two groups, two groups of four. The one that was there from, say, three in the morning to six or seven, and the new one who was coming on to relieve them, they were there when all this happened. Amen? So some of the watch ran off. They abandoned their post and ran not to their commander. They ran to tell those who they had been assigned from the Roman legion you're under their control for the next couple days. So they went to report to their superior in this situation, which was the Jewish elders. All right. 
some of the watch came into the city and showed the chief priests all the things that were done. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.